Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome back to yet another episode of The Journey There with your host, Carlisle Chua. And wow, this week is finally over. The SEM is finally over. MDA is finally over. The EB race is finally put to a close. Well, technically, it's put to a close already because um, I had my MDA yesterday, or meeting the advance for the people who don't know what MDA is. Oh my goodness, I can't believe I've got, I got through it. Oh my God. Alright, so, okay, I don't even know where to begin with this week. Honestly, I, I don't know. Like, it was crazy, guys, because um, last week, I had Holy Week, technically, so, like, I had, like, a few days break. Well, I didn't really have a few days break, though, because I was just, I think, working every now and then still. Um, But I did allow myself a lot of, like, free days just to go, like, to just rest breathe sleep and shit like that so i'm really really happy that i got that break before finals week and then finals week happened and oh god i don't even know okay first of all i'm a very early worker so like um cramming is not my thing but obviously with holy week and like with the weight of the whole world and everything um i was just not I just didn't work on things in advance this time around, this finals week. And with that came so much stress because of cramming. I'm just, I, I like, I can handle as much workload as ever. It's just that if I cram, that's when I break down. Like, I cannot cram for shit. Um, but basically, yeah, my, <laughs> my health side group and I, we did not really work on our final project until like monday and the presentation was on fucking tuesday can you fucking believe it so like the whole day of monday we were just working 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 but aside from that i had to work on like my platform i had to work on my um i had to study for my fellow orals and everything like that and damn y'all it was so funny okay because for my fellow orals naman okay so yeah again came come came cut what what am i saying honestly i hate that i stutter more often nowadays i notice it i notice it and i just don't know why it's happening to me but basically uh we came from easter sunday so obviously did not work that time mondays when we started working already uh from literally 9 30 a.m to like 3 p.m we were just working on our final paper and it's so funny because like as a group like the whole process of it because leading up the the final project we we always did things as a group in the sense that we never divided tasks we did it all together like five brains collectively always discussing together but like for the final project we were like guys i'm so sorry i know this is a group work but we need to divide tasks now and okay like in, in a way we're supposed to divide tasks in the first place but it's just so hard to do when you're supposed to centralize an idea like together and then you have the like you know i don't know how to explain this to people who didn't take my elective but basically it's design thinking for the public health sector or something like that i don't know it's a health sci elective and basically uh, what you're supposed to do is they're supposed to come up with a pov statement or a point of view statement um and that needs to be created as a group and it took us three days plus to do that just just the pov statement um and and the empathy map duh but like after that 
we just we were just like on Monday we were like guys there's no time to work on it together anymore so we literally like I had shit you not we were on a zoom call and then as a group we split up into breakout rooms so that we can work like as pairs na lang like it's, it was a working meeting and it was just so funny that we went into breakout rooms like it, it, it felt like a like an org event or something. It was just funny to me. Anyway, so we got that shit done. And it was really, really good. Our defense was Tuesday. And I I don't know. I'm really proud of the idea that my group and I came up with. We got a pretty high grade. Um, I Yeah, it was just a pretty high grade. That's all. Um, I'm pretty happy with it. And I got the bond with my group in that sense. So I was really happy about that. Aside from that, I had my fellow orals the same day. So like Tuesday, Tuesday morning, I had fellow orals. And Tuesday afternoon, I had my health side defense. But basically, Tuesday morning, I was like, obviously, I spent the whole day working on health side um, Monday. So I was like too tired already to work on fellow. But I still did. I studied for it like in the morning itself. Um, literally just read through my notes and everything. And... It was just so good. I don't know. I think I my prof just likes me a lot as well. Um, I'm just the type of person who I don't make I don't make pasip sip in the sense that I'm gonna like stay after class to talk or like I'm not the type to like compliment the prof or anything like that. But I'm the type of person who'll make pa bebe when I speak to the prof anyway or when they make jokes, I'll laugh at them and shit like that. So that's me as a student. If you've never been my classmate. But basically, I think my prof just liked me ever since, I don't know, the first session, I guess. Because in the first session, I remember I made, like, this this mistake. Like, I couldn't answer a question um, of, for, of his. And I felt so embarrassed that I couldn't answer that question. So the whole, the whole time after that, the whole session, after I made that mistake... I just kept reciting and reciting. And I don't know how or why, but it kept hitting the mark with my prof. And because of that, he likes me, you know. And during orals, it showed also that he likes me because he was really, really nice to me. It was a gr- it was like a pair orals because apparently you're not allowed to be on call with a prof alone. Like, it can't just be one-on-one. It has to be in a group. So, yeah, we had pair orals. With, it was me and my friend Bea. And, you know, I don't know. Bea's just like a chill student because like, she didn't even turn on her camera the whole the whole time we were um, classmates for Philo. But she's just a chill. She's super chill. Like, super, she lays low. She doesn't make pa bebe or pa sip sip at all. So that's the type of student she is. So I saw what his treatment would be towards a normal student. But with me, it was just, so, he was just so much nicer. Like, uh, it was funny because, like, um, with the orals, Bayo went first. And with that, like, he, when he was doing the question and answer portion already for her, um, like, there was a time where he wasn't even helping her, like, get to the get to what he wanted you know what i mean like you know how in orals it's like they're gonna keep asking you questions to prod you towards the right answer already um basically he did not do that with bea his questions for her were so fucking hard that i was like what the fuck and then i was asking also my other friends from like other time slots 
and their questions are so hard. Literally, one of them, like one of my friends, got like was asked, "How do you relate yourself to a rock?" Like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? The fuck? That's so what the fuck? Literally, I laughed so hard when I found that out. Like, what the fuck? You have to philosophize a rock for your orals. Like, that's such a hard and like such a hard um question. But my question was so easy. Like, mine was like about what is the ultimate goal of people or like what's the ultimate goal of a human being and basically it was pretty easy like for me to answer because like he just he kept guiding me towards the right answer like i think i was on the right path to begin with don't get me wrong like i did study for that shit and i do deserve a good grade um but still I could tell that he was much nicer to me because sometimes I wouldn't even say the correct word, but I would say its essence. And he'd be like, yeah, that's correct. It's a good thing that you mentioned blah. And I was like, I never even said that word, but okay, like I will take this. <laughs> like, uh, I don't, I don't, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't refuse special treatment. <laughs> And that's bad because it's like, what the heck? You're so unfair, Carlisle, blah, 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 blah. But at the same time, what are you supposed to do when people are being nice to you? Just refuse it, especially if it's a prof and you want to get a good grade. Like, I'm not going to... I'm not gonna fucking refuse that shit. I want an A. I want an A in this class. And I'm running... I'm... I don't want to... I feel like I'm. I sound like a bitch or like a snotty nerdy nerd nerd but like i'm in the running for an a in this class and so i'll take whatever he gives me you know what i mean like i'll just i'll i'll accept the niceness that he's received like he's giving and it's not the creepy kind of niceness anyway um but i could tell that he likes me from the very beginning like i could tell that i was one of his favorites um and i feel bad that i know that but like what are you supposed to do? You know what I mean? Like, being completely realistic with you. Like, I'm pretty sure you would like it as well. And you would accept it if you were the favorite of the prof, you know? Um, And, yeah. But I just... I remember after that fellow orals, he was telling me that I spoke... I'm, I'm like, really well-spoken. And, like, I'm like, he was like, it's good that you listened in class. And it's good that you studied, blah, blah, blah. You did really well. And that boosted my ego a fuck ton because, like, what the fuck? Like, I, you know, I said a while ago that I have been stuttering a lot more often these days. And I think that I've been getting more um, distracted with, like, my train of thought. And, like, I get more lost nowadays. But it's just really nice to hear from someone you respect that they think that you're a good speaker parin, and they think that you have a lot of potential and stuff. It made me really, really happy um, to hear, especially from him. And after that, I think I just believed in myself a lot more. Um, so that was like the, the morning of Tuesday and then I had my defense in the afternoon, which was also really good. So like I was pretty, I was like riding on a high, like hell yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm going through the motions. It's pretty good. Um... And then I had to prepare for EB race, uh, the MDA. It it was it's a long ass fucking process, and I'm tired, so tired. My brain is so 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 tired from thinking and thinking and thinking. Um, 
for the past few weeks about my platform, about my the future of Kaith and everything like that. But it's finally over. And I'm so relieved, so grateful because when I was going through um, MDA itself, like, because I was one of the first in the morning, I was the third one to present. And oh my God, I was just so scared. There were so many questions thrown at me and I was just getting, like, honestly, I did not lose sight of my vision, but I could tell that my brain was getting tired. It was getting numb. Literally before my presentation, I was so dizzy. Like I could have I could faint with the exhaustion I was feeling at the time. Like I slept so early the night before. I think I slept at 11:30 and I woke up at like what 6:30 or something like that. But I slept long and well and it was just Oh my god. It was it was still so tiring because you have to deal with the emotion emotional stress of it uh, like the emotional pressure that's put on you as well cuz it's like these people come to this event to this um hearing to roast you. You know what I mean? Like that's the thinking that you well that's the thinking that I can't talk again. Uh that's the mindset that I was in coming into MDA, I was so on guard. I was like, oh my god, I need to defend my fucking platform to the death right now. Like, I I believe in my platform. I need other people to believe it as well. And shit, I was just... mm, It made... Because I was so tense, my whole body was so painful. Like, my shoulders could not go down. Like, I was as tense as fuck. And like, you know the... um, In Filipino, it's called lamig... Basta, there's lamig um, and my shoulders and my neck. And it was so bad that, like, I physically, like, I could feel the balls on my neck. Like, it felt like fucking golf balls at the back of my head because I was so, oh, I was so tired. I don't know. Um, but I think it went well. I think I answered their questions, the man, as best as I could. And I think that they were pretty substantial answers as well. Um I'm just hoping for the best now. We don't know when the results are going to come out. But we will see. We will just hope for the best. I genuinely am just hoping for the best. Um, But throughout that process, and I guess this is the title of the episode, but it was really nice to have a lot of people believe in me and to have this support system that I did have. Because I really would not have been able to get through the hardest, oh my god, I think the hardest few months of quarantine ever. And that's saying something because like we've went through a lot of like emotional shit, a lot of emotional turmoil, legit. I have sobbed and cried to the death um, during this quarantine. But the heaviest I've ever felt... Oh was this time because again like i had i have and i had a lot of events um to plan to prepare to fix and aside from that was like the constant thing in the back of your head that you have to do good for kite you have to come up with a really good platform for the future of kite for the bet the best future you could provide for kite and Oh, it was just so hard, mentally exhausting to... Guys, 
I'm not trying to discourage anyone else from running if you are planning to run next year. And honestly, it's too early to think about that anyway for the young ones. But um, it's a very hard process to go through. And it was very emotionally taxing for me because you have to think about like, I don't know, or maybe it was just me and some of my other friends, but we kept thinking, are we good enough for this? Should we even run? Like, do we even deserve to do it? Everything like that. And with that emotional strain oh, and carrying so much emotional, like mental workload, baggage, whatever, it was the hardest for sure time of of quarantine for me talaga um but through it all i really did have the best support system i said i'm not even kidding you how everyone really loved me so so much extra throughout the past few months um and i also think that i was able to become more loving in the past few months too uh i don't know why it happens to me quite often but I become nicer when I'm stressed. I don't know. No, actually, my mood becomes worse, but I become much nicer to other people as well. In the sense that if someone asks me, Carla, like, can you do this for me? I'll just say yes already because I'm just too tired to, like, say no, you know? And I think that's bad in the sense that it's like, what the fuck? You need to learn how to say no, girl. But it's, like, very minor things lang naman. Like, like, for example, in the house, they're like, oh, can you make me a snack? I'll just be like, yeah, okay. Like, I don't care anymore. I'm so tired. that Saying no, honestly, the physical strain of, or not physical strain, but the emotional strain it puts on me to say no is heavier than to just do the thing for someone. So, like, the little house chores, or the little um favors that people have been asking me to do, I'm just doing it already, like, without complaints or anything like that. Because my brain, I'm on autopilot as fuck. Like, I don't process anything going on. I just do shit. And so when people are like, hey, Carla, can you do this? Or, hey, Kyla, can you do that? I'll just do it. And then that's it. Um, But because I think I've been doing it a lot out of love. Like, in my head, especially now that it's really on autopilot, everything is just common sense to me. Like, everything that I'm acting on is pure common sense. And for me, the logic behind just saying yes to, like, little favors is just, you love them, so why don't you just do it anyway? Like, why do you have to give them a hard time? But, like, you, if, if you could, like, reach for a mug for them... Or like pass them the salt or something. Why don't you just do it because you love them anyway? Or why don't you just make them a snack because you love them anyway? You know? And that's my thinking. It's not the, oh, you're tired. You're on autopilot na nga. Just say no. Like just be mean to everyone. That doesn't come to me. That does not make sense in my head. Because it's like, why are you so mean? Why do you have to be so mean when you could be nice pa rin even if you're tired? You know what I mean? So I've been giving them love. And because of that, I've been receiving it as well. And it's really nice to receive, I guess, like, oh, it's just really, really nice to be able to be loved back. I didn't even notice it before because that, or no, maybe when I was a teenager, I was more uh, aware of how much love I was putting into my relationships and how little I was getting back. But 
it's so nice now that I'm on autopilot that I don't think about it, that it really just comes naturally that I give love, that I'm really just naturally receiving it back already at this point. And I, I don't know, like, I've been saying I love you a lot more to people to let them know how much I appreciate them. And because they're getting... Parang, I don't know if they're getting used to it or not, but I think they're starting to soften up around me telling them I love them that they started saying it back to me already and they're like equally as kind to me as I am to them and I think oh it just came with like the right time that people like this came to in my life because I think before I would still be the same that I tell people I, I like I let them know that I love them but they wouldn't reciprocate it and maybe it was just because they were they were hurt or maybe they just weren't they just couldn't because they were ser- like they were seeking the validation and that was it but with the people that i have in my life nowadays they don't seek validation from me they just love me genuinely and i think it comes with age i think it comes with maturity and maturation oh are those the same things i don't know i think it comes with maturing that you are no longer loving just to receive love back you're just loving to love period and the love just just so happens to like return itself to you you know um so i've been very 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 loved and taken care of in the past few weeks um through this heavy heavy process and i'm so grateful for it but Beyond that, I think I learned to be kinder to myself and to, I, I don't know, I guess love myself more. And guys, I know like, oh, just another talk about self-love and shit like that, whatever. But to be completely honest with you, I am the I'm the meanest to myself. Like, oh my God, I have mommy issues and like I know that my, like I have like there are people in my life who have been mean to me like really really bad to me but at the end of the day no one is meaner to me than myself um i am a perfectionist in the sense no for myself i am a ooh my mic fell but i'm a perfectionist like a personal perfectionist i'm only only harsh on myself like with outputs, with group works, I don't really mind if there's like a fuck up or a mistake or anything. Like people are people, you know. Um, but I don't know why I don't see myself as a person. Like I don't see myself as someone who has room for mistakes or anything. Like I always have to be perfect. I always have to be like this, like that, live up to the standard, live up to this, blah, 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 blah. And the past few weeks, I've slowly been just letting that go granted i'm not saying that i'm completely like relaxed already i'm still pretty uptight and that's okay it comes again with time it will come eventually out that i will let go but for now i'm pretty uptight but i'm getting nicer to myself because i'm able to tell myself that i love myself already and i'm telling myself that i'm so proud of all the things that i've accomplished and all the things i've done because again i said that this process has been so heavy but it's the fact that i got to the very finish line that is already a big feat like not everyone can go through the emotional mental physical intellectual strain of running um for for 
executive board. Not a lot of people can do that. Not a lot of people can handle it. But it's a fact that I got through that that I'm so proud of myself already. And I genuinely mean that. Because as, as in high school, I would have never done that at all. Like, I was so... Not that I I was so shy. I wasn't shy anymore in senior high school. I was I was pretty much a leader already. Like I was developing myself or like growing up to be a leader already. But it was um, I don't know. In college though, like first year college, I wanted to be the president of Lex eventually. But again, I was thrown around, tossed, and oh, I don't even know. Stepped on by a lot of other orgs and abused by a lot of other orgs until I found the right one that takes care of me and that loves me for me. You know what I mean? Um, but I just never imagined myself to be in Kaith in the first place. And I never imagined myself to run for anything in Kaith because a year ago today, I did not even understand the system of Kaith. I did not understand how it works, the politics of everything and shit. Uh, I did not know anything about guys and yet here i am now like putting my heart my whole heart out there um to be their leader like next year we don't know if i will win or not and i'm okay if i don't because honestly my opponent again so amazing um i had this episode and i i think i said it in all of my episodes that there was like after my break, there were times where I would, or no, during my break, I guess, but during my break, I would try to record episodes, but it would always go back to like such a self pitying, um, uh, ugly place. So I just never like came out with it, but like there were a lot of episodes where I was just like, saying that oh my opponent is better than me like my blah 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 like the person running against me so much better she should just win already whatever i was saying those things but now i think i'm gonna i'm that wow carla you cannot talk but i think i'm at a place where i'm so okay if she wins because i know she's so capable and i know she's so smart and i know that she's gonna take care of hospitals as much as i would um if not more if not less i don't know basta i i trust her completely already with the department if she were to win um but with that again i just realized how big of a deal it is that i went this far I don't think, well, not not everyone else in my family really told me like it's a big deal or anything, but I'm kind of used to them not making my big things big things for them. But it's a really fucking big thing, and I'm so proud of myself for getting this far. Um, I'm really, really pleased with myself because, shit, it was hard um, answering their questions and everything. Honestly, I was studying for more than this. I think I overprepared because I was studying about like the politics, um, public health system, like the the current state of the Philippines and everything like that. I really, really studied for that. Um, and I guess it's still good that I know all of these things now that I've further educated myself too. Ooh, I should talk about that. Um, I guess, yeah, self-love, whatever. I am my biggest believer for sure. 
Um, but beyond that as well, while I was learning about the public health care system, uh, it was so bad. Because in health science, that's what we do. That's how that's what we studied, like how to improve like the public health landscape of the Philippines. And I learned that there is a lot um of factors that play into the public health care system. Um and and it's really interesting because there's so many like I, I don't even know how to be like I don't even know where to begin with this topic because it's so broad. But basically what I learned especially this week um with all of the you know anger towards the government and shit and with the ECQ and shit like that. Um I learned that the system is fucked. <laughs> I don't know, like to be completely honest with you, there was a moment where I broke down because I was so mad at everything going on. And I was like, why the hell are we still in ECQ? And uh, I was like, if the people would just listen to the government, if they just um, were educated, like if they were just studying if they just studied more like took the time to study more on the topic then we would all not be in the pandemic anymore we'd not be in ecq anymore because we'd be we'd all be educated we'd all be um just as cautious as the other you know i was like that i was so mad at the people because i was like they're the ones who are going outside they're the ones who don't take care of themselves blah 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 but i learned as well that the your leader huh your system is just wait let me think about what i was going to say it's like you as a leader you're just as good as your weakest link and so it's your fault if you're the leader then it's your fault if someone is falling is falling behind because you're supposed to make sure that everyone is accounted for everyone is okay and i realized that it's not the people's fault it's the government's and I guess I was looking at it from a very privileged standpoint because I am I am of privilege and I acknowledge it that I'm safe at home. I have my parents have a stable income. I don't have to worry about um I don't have to worry about a lot of things. I'm already I'm already vaccinated. Like I am I don't know, guys. But I was looking at it from that standpoint because it I it felt like every everyone was like me. I thought everyone was like me that all of us have access to um, social media. We can all try to learn one way or another from there. But at the same time, social media is not like um, a trustworthy platform to learn about actual issues um, and updates about. Um, the pandemic going on or anything like politics or whatever, or like news. And so I went down the spiral of, oh, like I, the people are lost because no one is guiding them and no one is properly taking care of us and or taking care of the masses, honestly. And 
my cousin really talked to me about it. Like she really took the time to educate me as well about how there was a study at where they could like they, they conducted a study about um the countries that are most what's the word I'm looking for? The most obedient in terms of following protocols and shit like that. And the Philippines was actually ranked one of the highest um, countries who adhered to protocols. But why is it that we're still here? Why is it that we still have ECQ and everything like that? It's because the protocols were not enough. It's because the system was still... It was still not enough to encompass and to help everyone who needed help and that's why we're back in ECQ is because the system was not strong enough and it was not solid enough to accommodate everyone and it's not in the fault of the people that they could not have been accommodated it's the fault of the government to not accommodate everyone if that makes any sense i don't know guys again even i'm just learning um along the way and i just want to be able to normalize as well that people can change their opinions and people can keep learning but at the same time you have to be open-minded enough and you have to be willing enough to learn as well so it's like I don't know. I was talking about it again with one of my friends. How cancel culture... Uh, cancel culture? What the fuck? Cancel culture is so real and so scary that you don't want to even talk anymore because you're afraid of making a mistake and you're afraid of getting canceled and you're afraid of getting ousted by society now, right? And so when I had the wrong opinion... <laughs> I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like, your opinions are valid, whatever. But, like, some opinions are uneducated. And my uh, opinion, like, earlier on, and I told you guys, like, I blame the masses for it for a moment. And, yeah, I could get canceled for that. But uh, I think it was the fact that I was... Are surra- I'm surrounded by people who are willing to teach that did not shame me for my mistake, but they helped me correct it. I learned from that wrong move. I learned from that m- misinformed, ill-informed statement. And I retracted it and I learned better because I was taught better. Um... And I just want to be able to, like, normalize that as well. That it's okay if you're, like, lost in all the shit that's going on, the news and shit. Like, it's a lot of information to process. And it should have been delivered to us in a more digestible way so that all of us will be able to understand what the fuck is going on in our country. But at the same time, again, the government is not able to supply us that, especially when they removed ABS-CBN and they did like they took away one of our main sources of dependable actual news. So now 
we're all kind of scrambling as well to search for the information from right places, from trustworthy places. So it's okay if you're getting lost and you're getting overwhelmed with the information because I'm telling you, it's a lot. I I, I think it's a lot as well. But at this point, the overflow of information should not be enough to stop you from wanting to learn and to be better for the country, for the people, you know. Um, and so, again, I'll say it. I thought that, but it's different now. And I changed my opinion. And it's all about growth. And I learned better. And I'm really happy that I learned better. And honestly, I wouldn't say it, I guess, if I didn't want to normalize that people make mistakes, you know, like I could have just not ever said my wrong opinion and no one would have batted an eye because they wouldn't have known that I ever thought that in the first place. But there might be some people who think that still and who don't understand why it's wrong. And they're just not telling you their opinion and it just stays with them. Because they're not opening up for discourse. Because they're not... They're afraid to get cancelled. You know? So I think that discourse is so important. Because even if your opinion is wrong, it could be corrected. It could be more informed. Some opinions are not wrong. Okay, fine. Some opinions are not wrong. But I hope that with your opinions, you are forming them with context in mind. With better help and deeper thought you know um so yeah i guess that's just a little tangent that i wanted to go on because it's just important that we normalize it's okay to make mistakes and it's okay it's not it's scary to make mistakes but guys come on like we're we need to help each other in finding out what's right and what's wrong you know um so yeah uh i think i'm gonna just leave it there what the heck i don't know what else to say because um i hope that everyone is safe i hope that everyone's okay i hope that everyone got a good break or a rest because everything is pretty heavy nowadays with ecq going on again i know it's frustrating uh, I feel that as well. But honestly, I haven't been feeling the ECQ vibes because I've been so busy, because I've been so in my head about everything that I didn't even notice that a month went by that we were locked down and I haven't been outside of the house, you know? It was really funny. But now that I have nothing to do, or well, I, had, I still have Lex Camp to do, but gets, now that I have halos, like almost nothing to do, Maybe I'll feel ECQ more now and maybe I'll go back to being crazy about it and get grumpy and shit like that. But it's all part of the journey. It's all about the process. So I respect that. Um, Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I guess I'll end it there. Sorry again that this um, episode came a little bit late. I wasn't going to post an episode today, but then I did anyway because I was in the mood. I was literally playing guitar before this, and I was like, oh shit, it's 9.30. I should probably, like, record an episode, huh? Um, so yeah, this is it. This is it coming out. 
pretty much fresh. It's a Sunday morning that I'm recording this. It's probably Sunday morning when you're listening to it. So I hope you have the best day ever, the best week ahead. Um, I love you all very, very much. And I will talk to you guys again soon. Bye!